A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We're telling the stories of the Century and Sesquicentennial farm and homes that have been a part of families, and I'm joined by Charla Kuslick from Pierce County. Not every honoree has a huge farm story, and Charla has a huge legacy on her home. So, Charla, tell me more about your place. Yes, it wasn't a farm. It's a home in downtown River Falls, Wisconsin on North Main Street. But before I can tell you about the house, I need to tell you about the heartbeat of the house, which was my great-grandparents, Frantisek in the old country of Bohemia, was what they called him, Frank here, and Anna Jansa was her maiden name, Rosenberg. Her history in Bohemia goes back to the 1500s, but my great-grandfather, Frank, um, is a mystery to this day. He immigrated, or they immigrated together, uh, she from Cherma, Bohemia, of Eastern Europe in 1867, coming with their infant daughter, Maggie. They came into Castle Garden, New York Harbor, and made several stops as they sojourned. Um, One was a German settlement, and the other was several years in Chicago, which included them uh, going into a coal ownership in a dry goods store. So he was a man of means. He did not come poor into this country. In Chicago, they narrowly escaped by one block, the historic Great Chicago Fire of 1871. And uh, they made another short stop in Wisconsin and came into Minneapolis where they opened a small confectionery cigar store, a combination in those days, and that supported them well for six years before they left the unsanitary conditions, so it appears, to go into the Bohemian farming settlement of Anna's Yansa kinfolk, uh, southeast of River Falls, about 10 miles. They had a lot of heartbreak in that up until... Well, at that time, they had lost six, which is all of their American-born children, to either as infants or as young children, to what kind of a disease they didn't know. It seemed like one thing after another. When they came into River Falls, they, um, well, they didn't come into River Falls. They settled in Cherma, which was 10 miles from River Falls. That was, they went into farming, which was not my great-grandpa's skill. And shortly they moved, packed up and moved to River Falls, where he purchased Main Street real estate right in the town's heart of the town's pioneering days where he and Anna had uh, immediate success. It was an eatery, tavern, candy, and bakery store combination. And they were able to purchase two lots, two blocks north of the eatery, where in 1885 he had Arthur Symes, an English immigrant, build a very majestic, very ornate two-and-a-half-story home to their, I would say, probably specifications. And so this was their dream house come true. The house was built for $5,000 cash, and to this day it has never had a lien or a mortgage on it. My grandpa, Frank, was very much an aristocrat, very different from his wife's Yansa farming clan family out there in Cherma. He would stroll down the street in his three-piece suit, white gloves, hearing an umbrella, and tipping his felt hat to the ladies on the street, at times discreetly slipping a coin into someone's 
pocket who appeared to be in need. He was known for that. He was well-educated. He spoke French. He was a gifted horticulturist. His two lots consisted of a botanical garden, so to speak. He captured many in horses and their carriages lined up on Main Street and Pine Street as they brought their picnic lunches on a Sunday to just enjoy his lush trees, foliage, flowers, and the beautiful view from their carriages. Sometimes he would even invite them to picnic on his spacious lawn, which was actually could be considered the first park in River Falls. Um, I recently authored a book. It's called Legacy of a Family in Small Town, USA, River Falls, Wisconsin, which on the picture of, on the front cover is this magnificent home, which has been downsized since, I will tell you, unfortunately, but it's still there for anyone that would be interested. And in there I mention Frank's heritage, possibly coming from the Rosenbergs, R-O-Z-M-B-E-R-K, which was a family of very historical nobility who went through some terrible political upheaval in southern Bohemia in the 1600s, having... Uh-huh. had their their castles confiscated and and them fleeing for their lives and uh, no doubt being rather low-key about it. So perhaps the reason for his mysterious past, we don't know, but it, it's a possibility considering many clues in my book. There's so much history to this house, which is neat to hear, but why do you stay at this house? Is it because it's been in the family for a while? Well, it's been in the family 136 years, built in 1885, and 124 years of those family lived in it. And then it was vacant for three years and rented for nine, and now it's vacant again. I'm looking for a renter. I'm the inheritor of it. It just has been passed down to me, and I've decided to keep it as long as I can and and maintain its originality and its beauty as much as possible. But it was downsized in the 1920s. So unfortunately, or maybe fortunately for me, for the work I'd have to do, this house is not what it once was. It it was uh, very, very spectacular. It had a, a winding staircase in the foyer when you came in, and up in the top was a, a cupola. It was gingerbreading, upper verandas, stained glass windows, and the second floor led to a cupola, as I said, which had windows all the way around. The interiors, today even, after the downsizing in the 20s, glows with extinct Georgian pine massive woodwork, original hardwood floors, and it has one ornate metal ceiling left. I spent 18 years of my life there. I was born in that town in the city hospital, and uh, I graduated in 1963, and so then I was married shortly thereafter. But I inherited it because my great-grandparents, well, I should say my grandma, Emma, who married the local veterinarian, Doc James Ferdinand Mack, inherited it from the grandparents. And he had a veterinary hospital one block down the street, the first one built in 1904 in River Falls. So he could walk from his house to the veterinary hospital, which he did daily, of course. And he 
he was a veterinarian all of his life, never retiring. And then my grandparents had four children, my mother, or my uncle Raymond, my mother Bertha, May, and then Ernest James, the youngest, they called him Bub. And he took up veterinary medicine too. So he took over when he came back from World War II, he took over his father's veterinary business. And my mother gave birth to me and my father in 1945, and my father left her and me shortly after, and so we, we, I was always in my grandparents' house, but I haven't lived there since, and my mother lived to be over 100, excuse me, short, slightly short of 100, uh, by just a few weeks, and that was in 2008, and uh, that was after my uncle had passed, too, so the house was vacant and left to me as an inheritance, and I've been sort of taking over as, I guess, you'd call it another Rosenberg descendant Main Street developer in a way and that I'm trying to keep my two buildings. I inherited also the what was called the Animal Hospital when I was a kid, a block down the street, inherited both of them. And so I keep them rented and I like to keep the businesses going if I can. So what are you up to now, Laurel? Are you retired? Oh, now? Yep. Oh, I'm retired, so to speak, from from uh, raising children and homeschooling. So <laughs> I was always pretty much, I, I mean, I was a secretary in my younger years, basically, but I'm sort of a jack-of-all-trades, and I've taken in sewing and typing and whatnot over the years. And um, right now I, I'm retired with my husband out here. We, have, we live in Cannon Falls, Minnesota, in the country. And, then, of course, we have the two buildings in River Falls to keep up, and we have a lake home and so that keeps us very busy i have um we have six children and 13 grandchildren and two great-grandchildren and that was tarla kuslik she's celebrating her home of over a hundred years in the family through a few generations her and her family as well as many other farms and homes are celebrating 100 or 150 years a part of the celebration of the farm and home program This story and many others we have been highlighting across the state of Wisconsin are brought to you courtesy of Compeer Financial. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Michelle Stangler.